Blog Talk Radio. You're tuned into The Informant. I'm your host, Will Zariski. With over 20 years of investigative experience, visit our website, willcpi.com. Will Zariski on Facebook. Cape Coral PI on Twitter. Follow my page, bring you suppressed news and information. Become an informant today. Check us out on YouTube and iTunes. October 23rd, 2018, on this Tuesday night. That's Eastern Standard Time. Florida's water war continues. We've got just 13 days left until midterm elections, and you are listening to Informant Central. I'm Will Zariski. We've got an informative show ahead. I want to invite you to check out my website, IC, like Indigo Charlie, IC News. Dot online. This show is sponsored by J.J. Staten Homes. Check them out. And um, I want to talk to you about some events happening here in Southwest Florida. Red Tide Awareness Rally, October 27th, University Parkway in Fort Myers, Florida, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. And everything you wanted to know about Lake O, Lake Okeechobee, that is November 15th at 6700 Clark Road, Sarasota, Florida, 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. And my daughter Zaria's fundraiser. That's November 4th at Rusty's Raw Bar in Cape Coral. And as old sailors say, change the wind direction, but you can change the direction of the sails to get to your destination. And you can change the information that you're getting. If it's disinformation, and get the right information from icnews.online. We are licensed private investigators who do the research to bring you the suppressed news. So today's big news here in Florida, President Trump has signed a bill to build a reservoir, but that's five or 10 years away in our water crisis. The water war is here now, and it's been going on. And that reservoir should have been built eight years ago. And flowing the water south, that reservoir will be south of Lake Okeechobee. And it's only going to stop 65% of the flow. And according to ORCA, Ocean Research and Conservation Association, that was posted October 9th. They say here in the post, we are surrounded by harmful algae blooms with red tide on both east and west coast, brown tide in the northern Indian River Lagoon, and blue-green algae in the southern Indian River Lagoon, Lake Okeechobee, and the Caloosahatchee River. And they've got uh, the stats here on the cyanobacteria 
and everything else that's in the water, check them out. CRCA, Ocean Research and Conservation Association. And then from GMI Reporter, this came out on October 5th, the EPA plans to allow unlimited dumping of fracking wastewater in the Gulf of Mexico. Environmentalists are warning that the EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency, that its draft plan to continue allowing oil and gas companies to dump unlimited amounts of fracking chemicals and wastewater directly into the Gulf of Mexico. It's a violation of federal law. And we, the people, need to stand up and do something about that. And the way we do this is attending the city council meetings, signing petitions, getting proactive instead of sitting there and doing nothing. Because doing nothing is an action. Then we have reported by Warren Wright. Back, this is back a couple of years ago, 2016. Pediatric cancer risk here in Southwest Florida. And when I met Erin Brockovich, she told me about the cancer clusters up in the Manatee County, the Hillsborough County, Florida area. And here in Fort Myers, this article reads that the children in Southwest Florida are at higher risk for cancer compared to the rest of the state. But the Florida State Department of Health remains silent on the issue. There's been five separate studies looking at pediatric cancer rates, and it paints a disturbing picture. Pretty much everywhere south of Lake Okeechobee, children living in South Florida are three times more likely to get diagnosed with cancer. And the first study was published back in 2010. Four more studies followed. The result of one study explains that compared with the state, the entire state, there is statistically a significant 36% increased risk of childhood cancer. Now, what's even more disturbing is scientists involved in the research say that the FDOH, Florida Department of Health, showed little interest after their articles were published in highly respected medical journals. Uh, I remember a realtor told me back in 2007 about radium, which is in the soil, and Cape Coral. It's radioactive. This is the problem that we have here. There is a water war. There's a war for clean water, and there's a war for the big corporations using our waters as a waste for their products as they make profit. And then uh, June 20th, here this year, Wall Street Journal, it reads here, at a time when store closures are accelerating and struggling malls pockmark the country, county commissioners in Florida have approved a plan to build what would be the largest mall in the United States, American Dream Miami. It would also be the most expensive mall ever built, according to the Canada developer, Triple Five Worldwide Group. This is going to be a 6.2 million square foot retail and entertainment complex, and it's going to cost an estimated uh, $4 billion. Listen to this. The cost would include 1,000 hotel rooms, an indoor ski slope, ice climbing wall, and a park with a 
submarine lake where guests could enter a plexiglass submarine as they descend underwater. You know, I, I wonder not only about the chemicalized toxic water, but how the infrastructure will hold up to a Category 4 or 5 hurricane. And this would also explain why counties are spending millions of dollars in marketing when they should be spending millions of dollars in cleanup. Now, this summer, they, they, they spent, uh, well, they had some people cleaning up the beaches because we've got fish kills, massive fish kills coming in and, and on, onto our beaches, and they're paying folks twelve fifty an hour to go clean them up. So then what's happening is you get these realtors or these resorts, these hotels that are taking pictures of when the beach has been cleaned going, oh, look, it's fine here. Come down to Florida. It's good right after a cleanup. And it's false advertising. And even if, you know, they, they have brought a lot of the, they've gotten rid of a lot of the green algae here, which is cyanobacteria. But by doing this, you have to understand that the microorganisms are still on the water. The bacteria is microscopic. It's still on the water. Got raw sewage coming in from agriculture at a rate of 1.8 billion gallons a day from Lake Okeechobee. And they've got the phosphate mining just to the north here of southwest Florida with all of that coming down into the Peace River and into the Caloosahatchee. It's a mess here, folks. Um, we're going to shift gears here. Back in April, MSN reported on a 14-year-old oil spill in the Gulf of Mexico, verges on becoming one of the worst U.S. disasters in history regarding oil. It was another oil spill that's been quietly leaking millions of barrels into the Gulf of Mexico. It's gone unplugged for so long that it's now one of the worst offshore oil disasters. 300 to 700 barrels of oil per day have been spewing 12 miles off the coast of Louisiana since 2004. See, our problem, combination of adjuvants. You know, going back to 2011, the BP oil spill, the use of core exit, that only dispersed and then sank the oil. And then 2016 was a bad year for the blue-green algae, the cyanobacteria. But now, here, two years later, 2018, the worst year on record in a combination with fertilizers, raw sewage, and the red tide exacerbating it. Oh, folks, we have problems here in Florida. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and when I come back, we're going to talk about DARPA weaponizing insects to spread viruses across the population. Stay tuned. You're listening to Informant Central, and check out icnews.online. Spiritual Warfare and Paranormal Activity, book 225th Street, Patrick Meekin. He's just released the prequel, Nightmare in Holmes County. This controversial book will bring you face-to-face with the reality of spiritual warfare and expose hidden secrets that the forces of darkness use to control and destroy people's lives. Nightmare in Holmes County, available now on Amazon. Check it out. Hey folks, Will ZPI inviting you to check out Christian rapper Ninja Scroll on the official ninjascroll.webs.com. My video, no coincidence. I'm Ninja Scroll. Peace out. Hey. 
September 11th. No it's the 254th day from the beginning no of the year. No I didn't do it. I'm innocent, I tell you. Sure you are, Charlie. That's why I call the professionals at W&W Solutions. When you need the evidence you're looking for, visit willzpi.com, a full-service investigation agency. Background checks, computer and cell phone forensics, surveillance, bug sweeps, and more. That's willzpi.com. Get the answers today at willzpi.com. License number 8280088. May just be a little ex- less expensive than you think. Now we're back. You're listening to Informant Central, and my website's icnews.online. I know some of the information that I get out might be, I might reiterate it, but it's important that I get this out. I do the podcast here through iTunes. I do Facebook Lives, and um, I, I'm on YouTube as well. We're doing uh, live streaming videos there. Will Zariski at IC News. Um, so we're going to talk about DARPA to weaponize insects to spread viruses across the population. That comes from Intel Hub, posted on October 20th. So it says here that DARPA, which is the Defense Advanced Research Project Agency, is working on an agricultural bioweapon, and a team of scientists are speaking about it. For many years, agricultural firms have experimented with plant life, genetically modifying crops to confer desired profitable traits, uh, like, for instance, Monsanto. This experimentation has largely been conducted in labs, whereas the uh, genetically modified the modification is directly applied into the chromosomes of a particular crop. Now, scientists say that this program could be viewed as a way to develop biological agents for hostile purposes. This was also reported on Gizmodo, October 4th, uh, also the Pentagon of developing a agricultural bioweapon, another report on October 6th, and a scientist accused DARPA of genetically modifying insects for bioweapon to spread agriculture viruses. Uh, think of Lyme disease, which was developed by a, a German scientist on Plum Island. And uh, my producer on the other show that we do, the live streaming, he mentioned uh, some other uh, DARPA projects, which you can find on uh, through Facebook or YouTube, Will Zariski or icnews.online. U.S. Navy investigating two mysterious helicopter crashes amid rash of suspicious incidents. Zero Hedge reported on that October 20th. The USS Ronald Reagan has resumed flight operations Friday morning after a mysterious incident where an MH-60R Seahawk helicopter crashed while making an emergency landing on the ship's flight deck shortly after taking off. The Navy said it is investigating the crash after the helicopter a member of the Saberhawks Helicopter Maritime Strike Squadron crash-landed shortly after lifting off from the ship's deck. This is at 9 a.m. on October 19th. The carrier, a member of the Navy's 7th Fleet, was situated off the coast of the Philippines at the time of the crash. Twelve people were injured, and it cost more than $2 million. And then uh, going to Miami, this, uh, this report comes from the RT. Police... Florida police defend punching of 14-year-old girl lying on the ground during arrest. Um, the Florida police have defended the manner 
of their arrest of a 14-year-old girl in which a male officer repeatedly punched her in the side while she's laying on the ground. And there's video of that that was in Coral Gables and the report also from the Miami Herald. Now, I've seen many of these videos of police brutality. However, I would say about 90% of the videos don't show what happened just before you know, the video begins. Sure, there, there's some police brutality out there, but most of the videos, you got to watch them very carefully. Report we have from Zero Hedge. Uh, marijuana impairment stoned drivers cause more traffic accidents in pot legal states. Now, this is according to the Insurance Institute for Highway Safety. They did a new study that was published just last Thursday that traffic accidents are up 6% in four states where recreational use of marijuana has been legalized, which there's now 30 states that have legalized medical marijuana with Oklahoma City. Now, Oklahoma was just recently joining that, and recreational marijuana is legal in California. Alaska, Maine, Massachusetts, and Vermont. Another report I have here from APnews.com, hackers breach healthcare.gov system, get data on 75,000. There was a government computer system that interacts with healthcare.gov was hacked earlier this month, compromising the sensitive personal information of some 75,000 people. I mean, it seems there's nothing that's safe out there anymore. And then we go to GM Watch. This was published uh, October 12th. Uh, glyphosate and decomba herbicides increase antibiotic resistance in bacteria. And antibiotic resistance development in bacteria increased by a factor of up to 100,000 times faster than occurs without the herbicide. And a new study has found that some of the world's most widely used herbicides, like Roundup, glyphosate, uh, increased the rate of antibiotic-resistant development in bacteria up to 100,000 times faster than occurs without the herbicide. And both of the, these, uh, these herbicides are used on genetically modified crops, engineered, they're made to tolerate them. And it's not just, again, it's not just one thing that the big corporations are doing. It's a combination of things that makes the world and where you live geographically so toxic. They're dumbing us down, making us sick for profits. And then recently here, October 19th, by CNN, they did a video. Um, it wasn't much commentary on it, but it shows a massive crowd of migrants, about 4,500 of them, on a bridge that links Mexico and Guatemala. And some people were reported of jumping off into the river to avoid the chaos. There were over 400 Mexican federal police sealing the border as drones and helicopters moved overhead. And then President Trump said he would, you know, if he had to, he'd send the, the U.S. military to the border, border there. And on top of it, they've got Hurricane Willa, and, and they're probably, it's probably already hit Mexico by now at 155-mile-an-hour winds. And according to the, the Herald Tribune, Willa could steer more red tide to Florida. A report from the RT. NYPD, New York Police Department, suspends body cameras for, for cops after device explodes. And they suspended the use of almost 3,000 body cameras after one exploded. 
And that's leaving the city's police force unrecorded for the foreseeable future. And then we have a, a report by the Daily Mail. Bomb squad detonates device containing explosive powder found in a mailbox at billionaire investor George Soros' New York State home. And it was uh, picked up and rushed into the nearby woods by an employee. And, you know, the answer is not violence. It's voting the right people, attending council meetings, signing petitions, and holding officials and corporations accountable. You know, I, I, I can't help but I think about our newborn daughter and seeing all of the life ahead and, and think how anyone would want to destroy that and the, the evil that men do. And I don't want to say too much here, but this water crisis being surrounded by big corporations, it goes deeper and it goes into power people that, that control all of things. And that's the people that need to be put to a stop because good will always win over evil because this is destroying. These people are consciously destroying our way of life, our environment, our lifestyle. October 22nd, reported by ABC7, underwater video shows little life in the area normally filled with fish. And this was, uh, it's all actually on my Facebook page. I linked it there, Will Zariski. And it was uh, a video taken 10 miles off Sanibel, about 12 meters deep at an artificial reef. And it's just disturbing to see that. And then Tallahassee reports, from Steve Stewart, October 23rd. A text message shows Andrew Gillum, who's running for Florida governor, he lied about FBI and Hamilton tickets. The Tampa Bay Times also reported on this that Andrew Gillum knew that developers who were undercover FBI agents provided tickets for him to attend the Broadway musical Hamilton when he was in New York City with Adam Curry. Gillum has previously said his brother gave him the tickets. You know, that's what we're voting for, cockroaches or rats. My last report here is pretty interesting. Um, For those of you that don't know, we have a Moat Marine Laboratory here who's been funded by the government, who's received $2 million uh, by Rick Scott, the current governor here in Florida. Well, they just received this couple, they're they're doctors, philanthropists here, Dr. Andrew. um, They donate a million dollars to Red Tide Institute at Moat. And uh, it's just amazing that, that people blindly are giving a large, large sums of money to organizations and people that have no interest. They don't have our interest here. I mean, the red tide has been a naturally occurring problem, but when it's exacerbated by uh, the development, the neglect for over more than 40 years, uh, throwing money at the problem to the wrong people is not the answer. The answer is to stop what they're doing. You know, just put it in, in a hole. Build the reservoir now. You know, here's a million-dollar donation. I mean, use it for that. Anyway, folks, this uh, has been Will's Risky, Informant Central. Check my website out, icnews.online, for private investigative services, willzpi.com, and check me out on Facebook, Will's Risky at IC News. Folks, have a good night. God bless you. Join us next time on the Informants, the Radio PI Network, Blog Talk Radio. Visit us on Twitter, Cape Coral PI, Will Zariski on Facebook, and my website, 
www.willzpi.com. God bless. Thank you.